0: Welcome in to the OMR Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Peterson, coming to you from OMR HQ in beautiful Hamburg, Germany. What a show we have for you today. Yes Theory is in the house. Co-founder Omar Kandil is here, as is Max Rance McDonald, unknown associate of the Yes Theory crew. I had a chance to sit down with them during the Omar Festival 2022, and we talked a lot about Team Ukraine Love, which, if you didn't know is an initiative aimed at aiding Ukrainian refugees coming into Poland that was conceived, put into motion, and launched within three days of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We also discussed how social media can be used as a force of good, how to mobilize community, and of course, why we should all be willing to seek discomfort. All of that and more right now in the Olmar Podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined right now by Yes Theories, Amar Kandil and Max Ratz McDonald. Guys, thanks for joining. Welcome to the Omar Festival and to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, you guys are just walking around a bit, taking in uh, some of the sights and scenes. Uh, Amar... You were just gushing over what exactly right now? A
1: robot that I uh, met at the Vodafone World. Oh, you met a robot. <laughs> I met at a at robot. The festival. It was and actually had...
2: pretty awkward because it was in front of a lot of people, and like it was just the two of them talking, and pretty impressive actually.
1: <laughs> no, but it was really uh, uh, one of those experiences that just make you realize that you know that future that we used to think about. Oh, in the future we're going to have like the talking robots. I just talked to a robot, and yeah. I had a very a conversation that if if it was on the phone, I would have a very hard time. Uh, thinking that it's a robot, sure, because the, there's certain mannerisms and certain ways, and in, in the way it like speaks English, uh-huh. even the stutters that is very very human, very,
0: very very natural. Yeah, the future yeah. is here, absolutely,
1: <laughs> and it's just amazing to see. I, I had, I honestly had never heard of OMR, given that it's more toward you know focused on the German market. Sure. Uh, first time in Hamburg, but a few weeks ago, just Max uh, reached out and he said, "Hey, we uh, have a buddy of mine, Chris, uh, who you know is doing yeah. a talk on the stage, and let's." Let's uh, get out there and and talk about Team Ukraine love, which you know yeah. Max uh, Max started uh, uh third or fourth day of war.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was uh, we're definitely going to get to that. I mean, we can start there too. Uh, it was very impressive. Uh, you guys just basically went from seeing the war start, the Russian invasion, to mobilizing. I guess conceiving, mobilizing, and then implementing and doing. Yeah. Correct. I mean, yeah. Take take me through those couple of days, like.
2: I guess yeah. The first it was it was it was in even the lead up to Russia, in the first day of the invasion, you could kind of really get a sense that, okay, since since they invaded in Crimea, there was a different sense in in the couple of days leading up to it, and so for anyone that was kind of keeping an eye on the news and even on socials, you could really feel it. So then when it actually happened, there's still that sense of, oh my God, it's 2022. Is this actually happening? And I think like everyone else out there on the planet that was watching the news and glued to it just. I I was in tears like every night um, that that I'd be thinking about it, and keeping an eye on socials. And this was the first time, the first war. Amara, Chris, and I were talking about it the other night. That you're really getting a, a, like a a living room view of exactly what's happening because everyone in Ukraine has a smartphone. Yeah. Everyone's filming. Everyone's uploading it straight away. So you're seeing first person real time view. Of the atrocities that are going on. So there was a, a video by Jose Andreas, the, mm-hmm. the chef, that he put up and saying he was in tears. And he was like, This is this is not okay. We should be making tables longer and inviting more people to the table as opposed to shutting them down. And I just looked at my girlfriend Nicole in tears and I was like, I, I have to go and book book the next flight. Um ping ping the mar and mm-hmm. and I I was the first three days with um with a buddy AJ and Summer, we drove the the border, the all the main routes, all the main access points from Ukraine into Poland to figure out exactly, exactly what was needed to get again a first hand account, first hand view of what um, the people coming across were mm-hmm. saying, what they needed, and um, and yeah, things. things That's where it started. From so
0: the situation was developing. You saw that. You felt inspired, motivated to act, and you got on a plane, and then. Right at the border, you basically just went on a reconnaissance mission to like see exactly where people would be coming through and what they would need. And from that, like, what happened after that?
1: Yeah, to, to give a bit of context more about Max, he he had been involved with Nepal in two in two thousand fifteen. He was in the he was in Southeast Asia mm-hmm. when the earthquake happened, and he w- the following day just decided to go out. So he had a lot of experience with when it comes to the logistics of Mm -hmm. uh, a disaster or a humanitarian um,
0: crisis, uh, crisis,
1: he knew he had an idea of what to do. Obviously, his experience with events, like just the logistical beast of being able to move things around. So, you know, he got down there, he got the lay of the land, went to every border crossing. And then uh, around the same time, serendipitously, we were also making almost the decision separately to also do something and want to come. And then the day we decide that we're going to do it, I see that Max is posting going, you know, going out. Right. There. So that's kind of like...
0: That's where you guys got that, That's
1: where we got connected, where, yeah, our worlds kind of collided. And, um, you know, our relationship with Max and between Max and Yes Theory has, you know, existed since, uh, what, 2018 now? Uh, he's been he's been with us for some pretty big moments mm-hmm. uh, throughout, filmed every documentary that we've done together. So almost this just felt like an extension of what you know of of all the all the all the works, all the work and the stories and the travels mm-hmm. that we've done, and and with this one it was even more special, more needed because of the gravity of the situation, how many sure. people how many people are affected. So you know, for the people who don't know what Yes Theory is, we are are an online community uh, that you know are spread across different social platforms. We're about the community of 10, mil- 10 million people in 195 countries. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all people that have pretty similar uh, values and principles. And those are all around the being open, saying yes, seeking discomfort, choosing mm-hmm. love over fear. Uh, so with, you know, seven years uh, behind our back and building Yes Theory and a community that exists all over the world, we just felt like, Maybe there's something we can do. There's all these supply chain issues and things that mm-hmm. are were, were, that we heard that aren't able to get to the border, and we just thought, oh, we've you know we've been in situations before where we're able to get people to transport th- things and and fly on the spot and show up to events. So we felt like there's definitely an opportunity here where we can do exactly that. All we got to do is just like show up there, plug into Max's operation, see what's needed, and then from there, I you know we started posting stories and sending yeah. emails. And-
0: it's incredible what you guys did, uh, but that is an absolute oversimplification. You showed up at the border, you started contacting people, and then it just started happening. There's a lot of legwork that stuff that went into that, and it's all the more incredible what you guys are actually able to get up and running within such a short amount of time. And... I mean, we're talking like within like I don't know a week, and you started having people on site. Probably less than that, you started getting donations from like Carrefour, from McDonald's. You had a magician that you met in, in <laughs> Poland. Um, all of these things started coming together and, and coalescing, and this it's still ongoing, if I'm not mistaken, right?
2: Very much so, yeah.
0: And uh, so, what are what were some of the, like, the 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 biggest challenges at first, like to identify what was needed,
2: and then to make that happen like yeah for sure so so i guess as amar mentioned the the 2015 earthquake did give me the kind of the base for this and mm-hmm. i've done a kind of quite a bit of humanitarian crisis situation since then but this is very different. War is, and I learned quickly, that it's it's a completely different animal. So going with the intention of wanting to help, a lot of people are asking like, and even I got some messages, it was similar in Nepal, it's like, don't go, you're going to add to the problem, you're going to take up resources, you're just going to get in the way. But Bodomar and I, we, we knew that we had the skill sets mm-hmm to be able to help people and to be able to make a difference um, and I think both of ours completely complementing each other I think um, Amar touching on, on Yes Theory and we haven't even talked about this but I think this is definitely the most valuable thing that Yes Theory has ever done Yeah, um, and it's not it's like
1: I think it's the greatest display of why Yes Theory exists Right. because ultimately yes we do tell stories about seeking discomfort and doing all these mm-hmm. crazy fun adventures that hopefully bring a lot of joy and entertainment and all that but Ultimately, that's why we—that's why we've committed the past seven years of our lives to continuing to build this community. Because when the time comes and something like this, people need to act together. Yeah, we needed to have some sort of a central force that can—that can really, you know, tell people what to do in a situation like this. Yeah, and and, and source say. of inspiration yeah. and motivation. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah uh, exactly. But 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 on that, I think like you, you described, yes, you're better than anyone else, obviously. But I think I'll add on to that. Yes, theory is the internet's moral compass. So a lot of people would look to Yes Theory for a lot of times what is right and wrong. So once Yes Theory, you, you asked about like, okay, what did we do when we hit when we hit the ground? We'll, we'll touch on that. But when Yes Theory arrived, they added an extra layer. And when I say a layer, it was multiple layers of being able to source logistics mm-hmm. from their community, be able to source more donations from their community, being able to to source more creative input from within the team and within the community as well. So I, I, can't, I can't tell you how beneficial to the whole operation it was um, to, to get Yes Siri on the ground. But yeah, the model that kind of developed in Nepal and waited till I was on the ground to kind of see if it was gonna work in, in wartime is, is, is to get on the ground and get a firsthand account of what's going on. Mm-hmm content heavy and then to share your first hand experience because you, people are looking at the news In this day and age a lot of people don't fully trust the news anymore unfortunately and so when they're seeing someone that they know and trust then they 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 can see what is what is happening so it's find out what people need let people internationally and that aren't on the ground know raise funds through that and then get whatever we find out people need into their hands with the funds that we have mm-hmm. just collected.
1: And then the final, I think the final step that actually helped the the, the, the funds continuing to to flow in is people seeing what their money is being used for. At times like this, mm-hmm. Instagram just blows up with all these fundraisers, GoFundMe, and right. you want to do something, but you just don't know which which one will actually end up being, you know, maximizing the value of what of what you're putting. So sure. I think, you know, one thing that Max was pretty adamant on is really getting to show people where their money is being spent because the snowball effect of that, of yeah. just being able, you know, you saw like, oh, well, I was maybe this distrust, this, this trustful of that but now mm-hmm. I'm seeing that they're you know actually bringing these generators behind you know through the border and right. to the people it's um, making a difference it's made, and I can
0: see it exactly. and I totally trust like that it's going to be going to the places that need exactly. it the most exactly and, and, and
1: I think that was the biggest I think one of one of our biggest uh um uh, What's the word?
2: Achievement. <laughs> yeah, like
1: the things that we that we take a lot of pride in is is the people that have put in money. The nine point nine thousand people that put in the money, mm-hmm. uh, totaling up to over eight hundred thousand dollars now.
2: Yeah, and they, it's not it's not only the nine point nine. It's it's the people that put in 5 euro. Yeah. It's yeah. the people that put in 10 euro. It's the people that put in 55,000. But it's it's how many people. It's the grassroots level. Yeah. It's not the super wealthy. It's people that they give what they can give.
1: And that's that's why I was saying like it's specifically, you know, because you hear a yes theory and you think like, oh, you need hundreds of thousands of people to act at scale for things to happen. But the reality is you look at this and, and you see that actually... Yeah, that eight hundred thousand dollars is is about ten thousand people that that, yeah, you know, that, that did hard. that that did that, and and it just really goes to show like the value of going deep with the community mm-hmm. and really being able. Which is which are some of the things that we're really excited to share here because war in twenty twenty two using Instagram yep. being almost as powerful as an AK forty seven, you know, in a situation like this is yeah. is is, uh, is pretty What's interesting it? and there's so much that we can.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And yeah, I'm just. Uh, the the term that we coined in nepal and i think it's very evident in this is transparency through social media mm-hmm. and it's showing where the money has gone it's how the money's been used and then that was then the machine to raise even more money
0: yeah, uh, it, it's uh, what's striking to me is the the fact that it's not only that you have this community that is tuned in and is engaged, it's that the the lengths that they are willing to go to, how mobile how easily mobilized uh, they are, and how much they want to actually help. I mean, part of it is like what you're saying, like the transparency through social media. Um, and you no, know, for me, like the best example of that was during this, where the people were driving power generators from Germany, driving 16 hours overnight from Denmark, dropping stuff off.
2: So, so let me let me tell you about that. We got word from Ukraine. We've, we've a bunch of different people in different areas where we do did due diligence on, because mm-hmm. at a time of war, you need to make sure people are who they say they are. And we got the word that they needed generators, that power is going to be cut out. Mm-hmm. They'd have no electricity. They'd have no way to communicate with different areas of Ukraine. So we needed generators. There was no generators in Poland, all sold out. So I turned to Omar and was like, okay, we need to make this happen.
1: Yeah, just <laughs> with a story on Instagram being like, we need generators. Uh, who has generators? Who has generators? This is, so actually the, the way it started is we, I did a uh, like a community call on, on Zoom with the uh, mm-hmm. with the yes Fam, uh community moderators who mm-hmm. are all like, it's all self-organized, like nothing that we're involved in, but it's, that's kind of the structure that we tap into when we want to do something like this. Had a meeting with the different, like, again, the people who are most active, told them about the plan. And this way it, it came first through people knowing like, true true grassroots before it uh-huh. was even a public a public message because what what that allowed us to do is instantly by, like right away when we posted we could already say that we're, we made progress so right. that get, that gets people even more excited to act because they see that oh like you got to jump in a quick if you want to if you want to help you you really do this uh, fast so within literally within 36 hours we had uh, a team of three driving from berlin with 100 generators that they found on facebook marketplace
0: if that doesn't show you what's possible, like yeah. that you can actually use the internet and social media for good, then I don't know. And the
1: most incredible part is that we have photos of these generators being at in in different in a hospital and security checkpoints and like actually being and, and use, yeah.
0: Like, like they're being promised yeah.
1: That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So being able to just close that loop and close that circle and show people what, what this was all for mm-hmm. is I think why I think this space of being of being a creator like has is giving us like a voice that is equally as powerful as the news now because mm-hmm. we can we can tell our own stories and shape our own narrative in the way we want like the world to be to be seen. And for in our case, we knew that news for the like when we in 10, 20, 30 years, when you look back at this and you just see the news clippings of 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 the atrocities that are going on. Yeah, you know, that's 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 definitely happened, but it's not all the perspective because humans have come together in 2022 to do the most incredible things and to have people showing, 50 people from 22 different countries showing up to actually be there. Like that's a story that we want to make sure exists just like the one of what Putin is doing.
0: Yeah, It sure. exists.
2: And, and yeah, the, the team that amassed from the ground who was from different sectors. So there was a lot of students on the ground, which was amazing. There was the likes of Courtney and Mike from the music industry that came Mm -hmm. in from a logistical standpoint. There was um, our, our, our homie Gregor from Slovenia that is super dialed in with merchandising and being able to source things in different countries that brought it in. And then there was... Are Ukrainians that were within the team that could really give us um, a look into the kind of the mentality and psychology of these refugees coming over and and what their needs are and what their necessities are. Um, the likes of Ola and Vicky and and, and Annie and some Anastasia. That um, it really was such a such a mix of people um, and trying to help out uh, yeah those in need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm curious um, how. How did you keep them uh, engaged beforehand? Because it had you had to you're working up to this point. I mean, you could not have just like started out like if you were just doing you know your, your videos and like, going to these super amazing places, which are fantastic, and I watch them. Um, but that's a co- totally different type of engagement. Yeah. So where are you like trying to kind of you know give off the 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 yes theory core values, and where do you think you're getting them connected?
1: I think. There is a very deliberate effort, even in the videos that don't seem like they would have the community angle for uh-huh. something, for, for an, uh, we call them, hi, hi, we call the concept hiding the vegetables, hiding the vegetables. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you have a pretty, I have a three-year-old, so this might I, be good, I, I, like, I, I need to get his uh, big nutrition back up to speak. Big time. <laughs> so, you know, in situations, hiding the vegetables would be more of like the, you know, the, the kind of like the good take that you'd get out of a story but if you lead with that you turn people off because they're like uh, sappy yeah, emotional exactly, exactly. they're it you really gotta get people people uh, invested first and going back to what I was saying throughout even the videos that don't seem like they would have like the community angle if you really look deeper you would see you would always see some level of a display of the power of the community whether it's through you know wanting to source an idea so we put a story and be like oh what's the best restaurant in the city and then you see people responding. So we Mm -hmm. then end up going there and then something ends up happening as a part of that narrative because the input that came from the audience um, or uh, uh, the different initiatives that we're just running, you know, year long with, with the, with the most engaged people in our community. Because there is a, there's definitely like a a lot of the work that we do that happens on the Facebook group, which Mm -hmm. is where, where, where a lot of people are and, and on the discord and, uh, the way we try to support is just empower the people that have kind of were self-appointed as, you know, Josh. Who actually it's interesting. He works at o- OMR. He messaged me yesterday. The guy that runs the Yes Theory Discord. He he messaged me and he was like, oh, I, I'm working at OMR. He's German. Okay. You should uh, so I'm gonna meet meet him. So you know, connecting with him, seeing seeing yeah. what what is it that he you know needs. How how can how can Yes Theory as an organization support more of mm-hmm. what he's doing, Um but. I feel like that was a le- very long way to answer your question. I think it uh, was a good one. Yeah. Mean, we have
0: time. There's No, no. no it's
1: so, yeah, basically, it's, it's just consistently, you have to show people their own power so they don't forget. Okay. And, and, that's, and that's something that whenever we have the chance to show people how incredible the S3 community is, whether it's through something that... You know, like a year ago or two years ago, we had YesFam at the border of India and YesFam at the border of Pakistan doing a meetup. And, you know, this is like
0: as... So you're actually, like, incorporating, like, some of the, the, the videos and, like, going to these... Uh, remote places, places that maybe most of the community would not go to and saying, hey, we're doing a meetup here. So it,
1: it wasn't even, that wasn't even us. They organized that meetup. They organized, they organized, that. organized that meetup. And then, they, the footage, and then they, we just ask for the footage and then we take that footage and then as a part of a video, we, awesome. we get to share that uh-huh. this is something that the community is doing. So, and I think the consistency of doing that over and over again and people getting to see that this is like, it's uh it's not driven by us. Yeah. This is just people who are self-organizing and, and taking it upon themselves to be living the yes theory. Sure. I think that's what gets people really. And, and I think, yeah, the people who have people who have experienced the connection that comes from seeking discomfort or that comes from being spontaneous, saying yes to something that you are not supposed to say yes to, it's it's like. It's less about yesterday being in the equation and more about their own experience being in the equation because they got to experience the friendships that came out of showing to a meetup or the fulfillment that they got driving from Berlin to, sure. to to the border of Ukraine, actually being able to bring those things. So luckily like the 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 philosophy and the and the way of living is is uh doesn't need much convincing. Once yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's a, a, it's a powerful
0: in. message because complacency can absolutely be the killer of like every dream, yeah. like everything that you'd ever have, like in even like your progress that you're going through. I mean, I've been living in Germany for fifteen years. Uh, before I like started learning German, I had no desire whatsoever. It was all because of the World Cup of soccer, and you know, as an American, that's not really like you know a normal thing. yeah uh, And then just after that, I was like, I want to go and learn the language. I want to experience the culture. I want to experience a different way of doing this. How do I do that? I don't know. Go and figure it out. you know And like I think what yeah. you guys are doing is incredible because you're giving this not oh, this sense of community empowering other people and showing them you're not alone. yeah, like do it. Like, if you have a dream, go for it, reach for it. There's going to be people to, like, help you and push push your boundaries. Absolutely. And uh, and that's fantastic. Now, I'm curious, like, okay, so it's been around for seven years. Yes, Theory. Yes. How much has it changed or maybe transformed and evolved since the time when you, when you launched it to now? Like, <laughs> wow. where are the similarities? Where are... The differences, yeah. The similarities are like the intention
1: from day one of doing this. When it, and we went through like two or three name changes, the intention and the principles and the core, the heart, the soul is one. It's, it's all there. It's all. It's it's the same since the very beginning. And that was obviously took us. A, it took us a while to crystallize the actual wording of mm-hmm. discomfort, yes, theory, and all. But we just always knew that we wanted. We were all three guys, four guys yeah. in our early twenties. 21, 22, 23, and we just wanted to get a lot more out of life than what we were seeing, which is like, oh, you graduate college, you apply for to go to work at Google or do uh-huh. your own startup, or and and it was, and we definitely were more on the line of wanting to do our own thing. But we just felt like um uh, after our experiment that one summer in 2015, so June 2015, we got together and we were Three guys, three very different interests, but the decision back then was let's do something that get us out of our comfort zone every day Uh for thirty days straight and and see what what happens. Yeah, yeah. and I think at the end of it, just looking at the the depth of the of the relationship that was formed and and the depth of just the experience of life that we were having, being in our early twenties, that's exactly how we wanted to keep to keep uh, to keep living. And and we thought that with the current state of technology at the time in 2015 youtube is is a very it was still like you know we were it was saturated but it wasn't obviously as saturated no. as now and we that that's when we just decided to um uh you know talking about the, the difference like really double down on on exploring that concept of getting out of a comfort zone and and also the community building was was a very integral part from the beginning because we were a group so it was like our little mini community of four mm-hmm. people building and we could see the transform that that's that's transformative element of mm-hmm. seek discomfort as a way of living your daily an life wow. and wow. and how it actually brings you aligns you with like minded people and that yeah, that is true for this relationship yeah. for what we have come from like the very first time we ever met for what we've come to to do and the stories that we've put out together that's why it was just like it made perfect sense that we kind of like both made the decision independently but all end up end up being in the same place and and are able through as Max said, like, yeah. you know, we would have never been able to do what we did if Max wasn't there with with the actual like whole like being there to lead the operation and make sure that everything is in the right place. So it definitely like it takes a village and the best, the best part is that sure. Team Ukraine love was just the most wonderful village of Absolutely. of global citizens coming together to
0: to, to make, to make a difference, and so 2015, you launch. You come aboard in the same year. Basically, Ooh, not yeah, technically a founder. We, yeah, I would like to my the first uh, uh, impression I have in metaphor. I would make you're the Bismarcky to the Beastie Boys. You're the fourth Beastie Boy. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious, <laughs> Max. You'll find Max at the like if you if you go back in like the seven year reel and like, you try to zoom in at like the really really yeah. big moment. He's he's there meeting Will Smith for the first time in Budapest yeah? in 2018. Uh, uh, doing the our first ever featured uh, our first ever documentary with Wim Hof that became you know one of our most successful pieces mm-hmm. ever going to find the the lar- the biggest pyramid in the world in in the jungle of Guatemala and telling a a very very deeply vulnerable and emotional story you know that is personal but also sure. one that yeah that is about dreams and dreamers and uh so yeah there is like you'll just find max in these very in in these very very big transformative sure. moments and that's why um and I'm I'm happy that we could, you know, add one to the, I, I I wish and hope that it was better circumstances, but I'm I'm very proud that of of what this friendship and this relationship has been able to, you know, to bring out. It brings out the best in me and it brings out the best of yesterday, So
0: I'm I'm That's definitely grateful. Okay. Yeah. So when you when you started getting on board in twenty fifteen, what was it was twenty seventeen? Was it twenty seventeen? I thought it's, it was
2: 20- 20... I mean, I'll, I'll it's
0: tell all, you, it's, it's all, all blurred. Uh, except, Max,
1: yeah. right now, he's, he's very, very tempted to pretend that he's Matt and continue <laughs> going with the story as if he is the, the original founder of yeah,
0: yes. I, I definitely don't have the jawline Matt has. Okay, well 20. then, uh, so then I misunderstood uh, beforehand. So when exactly
2: did you kind of come into their orbit and uh, God, it was, the guys. it was funny enough, it was via social media as well. Yeah. How it all seems to come back to that. Um, the exact year... God, i need to, i need to look it up. End of 2017, I would say. End of 2017. Yeah. 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 And as, as Amar said, there's been some there's been some really, really good journeys along the way. And some of the people that we've collectively met through those journeys, uh, I think will hold hold dear to us. But I think definitely the best representation of all that has been what 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 we achieved uh unfortunately in 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 pretty terrible circumstances, and are still continuing with the mm-hmm. team on the ground, um, and we will be going back. Like even, even this morning, um, I wired transferred a bunch of money to buy three ambulances in Italy that we're going to be bringing into Ukraine, okay. um, and we're going to be filling with aid. And we have Reese, one of our core team members, who's in Ukraine at the moment, and he's going to be making sure that the ambulances personally are going to be are going to be getting the best use that they can, and bringing people from different hospitals and now that hospitals are getting, are getting targeted, they're going to become the mobile hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if this, if this isn't the best example of, of the friendship and what Yes Theory has grown to be, I really don't know what, what is.
1: And and I think the biggest, just as you were saying, I think what, what Yes Theory does is that we're able to, through the stories that we tell is to just to really show this. and And I think, and by this meaning, the, the friendship and, mm-hmm. and the way people can use friendships and they can use their the, these these beautiful you know, human relationships that we developed to actually do something good, and, and I think that's that's kind of the experiment that people have been watching for seven years of mm-hmm. like seeing you know what's this friendship between Matt, Thomas, and Amar and everybody that that comes into the orbit and what and what that's able to create. So I think when people see that. And they, they get inspired by it, and they also look at their own friendships and relationships in their life and see: mm-hmm. Do I have someone in my life that can actually that push me to do that, or or can can support this way of living? Sure. So I yeah I, I I'm very happy that we were able to to share these stories and these people
0: with absolutely and, and in Max's case I mean, your your background is definitely atypical uh, especially if we can start you were a national rugby player for Ireland is this correct
2: uh yes and yeah not the full senior but yeah on every every age grade grade growing up and uh-huh. uh, Played a lot of rugby sevens, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you organised, I think, what is it, the world's highest
2: party in the, Mil- <laughs> Kilimanjaro? Is ba- back in yeah, back in the glory days. Back with, in the glory with, days, with, se- with Soundbox, um, yeah, yeah a, a buddy of ours, Chris Farrow Yeah, the, the highest altitude party, which didn't turn out to be much of a party at all. Unfortunately, well. it was. Uh, you raise a finger on Kilimanjaro, and you're 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 blowing for about five minutes after that. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: What do you mean? Oh, and, like
2: you, like you, if you you try to like raise your arm. Arms in the air, and you're trying to catch your breath for five minutes. After that, oh wow! It was it was a whole it was it was a humbling experience for sure. Like carrying that on my back up there and thinking it'll all be fine. Like towards the end, it was uh, uh,
1: it was it was the most miserable I've ever seen Max in a photo. A hundred percent. Really, I was like, he's gonna die. <laughs> and, this is,
0: and this is also somebody who took on the logistics
2: of uh, which capacity of an Oprah Winfrey tour was it? A, a book tour? <laughs> no, it was a uh, it was it was a, a nine city U uh, S tour as the the, the VIP director, so yeah, looking after uh, every element of that for for that tour, which was I, which was great. Amar, Amar came came to that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't tell him. I, there was a couple of announcements that we had to do at the launch, and Oprah on the mic was wrapping up her section, and and she calls me out, and, and Amar's like, "Wait, what is going? on? What is going on yeah. here?"
1: Um, but I mean, I think most more relevant to Team Ukraine love with something that Max yeah. has put together recently is is the. A massive global citizen event that yeah. was that happened in Warsaw uh, that raised ten billion dollars.
2: <laughs> yeah, ten yeah. billion dollars where governments also got involved. Correct, where government exactly it was government pledges and some and some loans um, where uh, EC President uh, von der Leyen and Prime Minister Trudeau really put pressure on uh, heads of state through grassroots movements from on the ground in warsaw that then got the attention of artists from all over the world that then in turn kind of put pressure on these these heads of state to uh to pledge more and do more for for the ukraine situation
0: and the
1: best part is that a lot of the team ukraine love volunteers that were just showing up to the office yeah. to do the, the daily stuff were some of the people that you know that max actually you know leaned on to, to be able to pull it off and in Warsaw, it's not his home city. It's not, no. but is you know, it was just so beautiful. to See, I, I went to visit the morning of the of the event and and saw how amazing everything was. So
2: yeah, that was that, that was a highlight. Well, put, putting on an event in an 18th century palace was definitely challenging. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the at the, the best acoustics of times. Are just so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like this little setup. Yeah,
0: it. We're in the coming to you live from uh, what would this be? The electric Kool Aid Acid Test van, I think. <laughs> wow. <think> <laughs> It's a happy van. Uh, let's that way. Yeah, It's a bus.
2: I wonder what's going on in this little red bull bus back in the day. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. It's the perfect place to do it. It's fantastic. Well, um, so.
0: Let, uh, let everybody know if people are not in tune where can they go and support the Ukraine uh, initiative stand with Ukraine
2: yeah so so team Ukraine love um on Instagram um if you put in team Ukraine love on goFundMe pretty much all of our efforts are being funneled through goFundMe so that is um that is the best place to donate um, but if you go to team Uh, You'll see updates, you'll see photos, you'll see the transparency of everything that's going on. Um, You'll get the GoFundMe link there Mm -hmm. as well. And then at the very end, to show everyone where every single penny of their money is gone. We're going to have um, a public Google sheet with every single penny that's been spent, details on it, and a link to each receipt as well. So, right. so people can see what's going Team
0: on. Team Ukraine love.
1: And if you're interested in seeing the story that Yes Theory did, uh, go to YouTube, look up Yes Theory and put Ukraine, like Yes Theory Ukraine and it should show up right away. So
0: I, I strong recommend, people. Check that out, Amazing. Omar, Max. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. All the best.
1: This is a, such a pleasant podcast in a in a very unexpected environment.
0: Well, I, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, if you want to stay and stick around, please check it out. Uh, we'll be Some back. We'll here. be back to hang here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I feel it's nice even even verbally talking about it because we're on the yellow stage today on Tuesday at 5:35 wow. to, uh, to to fill in um, people on the experience.
0: Yeah, uh, so you'll be talking about uh Team Ukraine Love on stage again, because by the time people hear
2: this, the Omar Festival will be no moss. it mm-hmm. will be in the past. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. uh all right. So yeah, we're, we're pumped about that. Chris Herman is gonna be asking us some questions. And um yeah, we're hopefully and and I think one of one of the biggest things we're talking about, what the takeaway, what we want from that, is for people to really understand that each individual human can make such a difference. And you don't need a huge following, you don't need a big friend community. Like there was, there was a friend of mine. One of the, one of the other touch points that uh, triggers that got me going was talking to a friend in Australia, a younger guy, uh, Josh Dainty, who was like, I, you know, we we're talking a bit about a texting, and he's like, "But sure, what can you do?" And that annoyed me so yeah. much that he said that, like, "But what can you do?" And I'm like, everyone can do something at like that. Gave me so much motivation and it really got me on on the path of like, well, no, we're doing something. We have to do something. The Jose Andreas video came up. And mm-hmm. then, next thing you know, we're sitting in this Red Bull bus in OMR. <laughs> and OMR still thinks that the festival is called after himself, but I'll explain that to him later, I guess. <laughs> OMR, OMR. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> SMR. Guys, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, man. All the best. Appreciate you. Enjoy Hamburg. Cheers. Thank you. All thank right. You. Bye.